Hello there, avid listeners. Thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. Hope you're all having a wonderful day. So today we're going to be talking about All of Us Villains by Amanda Foodie. <coughs> Pardon me. Amanda Foodie and Christine Lynn Herman. Uh, this is a first in a duology. It is basically, and this is not an exaggerating, uh, it is basically a blend of the Hunger Games in the Triwizard Tournament. <laughs> um... And to me, I thought that was, I mean, that's literally one of the sa- the taglines when they were promoting this book. You've met um, the victors of the Hunger Games. Now meet the villains of Blood Veil. That, I mean, now, or you'll fall in love with the villains of Blood, Blood Veil. <clears throat> so, I mean, that's literally what the tagline of this novel says. And I'm just like, okay, I have to read this because I love the Hunger Games. You know, I have all of the books, um including Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, which, by the way, I did love, and I do highly recommend that novel. Um, even if you don't like Snow, you don't have to like Snow, but you do get to see the complexities of his character. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, this book is exactly that. Um, what it promises, it delivers. And I love a novel that just promises exactly what it's going to deliver because to me that just speaks volumes it's just like hey you're going to be using this to promote your book you might as well do it properly and they did they did um i think foodie and herman i think they did an incredible job with the storytelling of this novel i i mean each chapter it starts with you know um this little tag um of a book that was written within the within the book. It's a book within the <laughs> within a book, and that is how it is talked about. Um, and I thought that that was really well done. You know, I really did think it was very engaging. Um, honestly, it was to me a very a creative novel because of that so in in the book you know you have the seven families and magic is well known in this world it's not like magic is this unspeakable thing that that is really rare but what is rare is um wellsprings of high magic you know most of them have been depleted across the world but in this tiny town of ilvernath seven families decided okay we're getting nowhere fighting for this wellspring. So, let's do this competition. Every generation, one um, family member has to go into under the dome of the blood veil. Right? So, it's a curse. It's a hex. And the person who survives, their, mad, their family gets access and control of the wellspring for one generation so it's all about power it's power here and they are raised to be the villains basically you really do see that um with the storytelling you see how they are pretty much raised to be the villains um these teenagers and it's really to me, I thought it was really engaging to see that perspective and to see these little clips because someone exposed Ilvernath. You know, the whole world didn't really know that Ilvernath had access to um, a high magic wellspring. They had no idea. So, 
instead um, but now well not instead but now someone has publicized a book chronicling the history of Ilvernath and the seven families and this high magic you know this high magical wellspring so now there's a whole media frenzy in this town people are just saying here's our are one of our victors here's one of our competitors you know they do get sponsors from people in the town you know to give them um rings because it's one thing to have magic but in order to use the magic you need um like a catalyst so they wear a lot of you know trinkets and rings um that harness specific curses or hexes or spells that they can use to combat one another. And it was really, really interesting story. I mean, I can't say this enough. It really is like the a magical take on the Hunger Games. But these are these are morally. I mean, I just think of it as um, the gosh. You know, I love Hunger Games, and I'm blanking on what what they you know the ones from the the cap from you know district one and two why can't i remember what they're called they're basically that's what all seven of them are they are basically like um god why can't i remember it's bugging the crap out of me now <laughs> what the what the tributes were called um in hunger games that were from cap from um the first and second sector oh gosh Man, it's been a hot minute since I read those. But that's exactly who these seven contestants are. They are like them. You know, they are, they were raised for this. They were groomed for this. They were groomed to be the villains. And as a character-driven story that follows four different perspectives, you get to see just how damaging that is to these characters. I mean, the one who's supposed to be the big bad boy, he has so many secret fears, but you wouldn't you wouldn't believe it underneath that facade. You wouldn't believe it. He, everyone's like, oh, he's a dick, and he acts that way. You know, he acts the way his family wants him to portray himself as. Um, but he is quite horrified with some of his you know actions. He is quite unhappy with the state of things, but he's going to do what he has to do for his family and that's what all seven of these characters are doing they're not just doing it for power but they're also doing it for survival i mean their ancestors basically curse them they have to enter this competition every generation someone in their family has is groomed and raised to either be a sacrifice or a survivor and everyone wants to be a survivor you get to see that in this story uh, especially with one of the characters i'm not going to spoil it but one of the characters their family, you know, isn't really highly thought of. They're not really thought of having a lot of magic. He himself is thought of as being uh, weak, and he's like, no, I'm going to show everyone. You know, his family's basically just raised him for slaughter. They didn't put an investment in raising him. The careers, that's what they were called, the careers. Um, Sorry. But they didn't put an investment. They're just like, well, we don't, we never win anyway, so what's the point in trying, kind of? And he's just like, what? what the hell is this? No, I'm going to try. So everyone wants to live. Everyone wants to survive here. They, 
And in fact, these four themselves have discovered that maybe there is a way to break this curse that their ancestors put on them. Maybe there is a way to destroy it so that they can live and so that the future generations can live and so that they can actually have a semblance of a normal life because now that their secrets are out in the open you know the town pretty much hates them because it's not just like it's one thing for the town to know yeah every generation this happens but every single family's deepest darkest secrets have been exposed and everyone hates them now because it's not like these are good families they aren't they're not good families they are villains and they want to raise villains um and you see that with some of the characters you see just how dangerous and deadly the families themselves are and you you kind of pity these these characters you know these four characters you really do pity them because this is not the life they would have chosen for themselves they're doing it because they really don't feel like they have a choice some of them feel like they have something to prove um but they want to survive you know they want to live that is what they want to do at the end of the day. They do want to live. And that's what I thought was really interesting with the storytelling. Because it is a character-driven story. And as it's fast-paced. It's non-stop. It's moving. And you get to see the complexities of the characters. Yes, they are raised to be villains. But they don't want to be the villains. I mean, they do do some... I'm. They're not innocent either. Um, I guess these are all kind of morally gray characters. Uh, it makes me think when I was reading this, the scene, um, the Hunger Games movie, you know, not the book, but the movie, that ending scene where it's Katniss and Peeta against um, the career. I can't remember his name. And you, you see like that grief on his face and he's just like, go ahead and, you know, kill me. That this is all I'm good for. You know, all I'm good for is killing and dying. And, I mean, like, just the pain that that actor conveyed. I mean, that's what I kept thinking about when I was reading this book. I was just like, oh, these poor guys. They are morally gray, but this is what they were raised for. You know, they didn't really get a choice. They didn't really get a chance. But they want to make a difference. They want to stop it. But that also means they are occasionally going to have to get their hands dirty. Because at the end of the day, this is a competition. They do have to survive. Um, and they don't know if they can trust one another. They really don't. They want to trust one another, but it's like, mm, can I really trust you? We're forming this alliance, but can I really trust you? So there is that edge of trusting and not trusting, right? And I loved it. Oh, the high tension. Oh, the character dynamics. They were so good. Everything, everything, let me tell you, about this novel was so good. I had an advanced reader's copy of this book. I loved it so much. I went to, well, I went to my work because I work at a bookstore and I bought the damn book. I mean, that is how much I freaking love this book. It was so good. Um, it really is a combination of the Hunger Games and the Triwizard Tournament. I cannot express that enough i simply cannot i mean it was phenomenal absolutely 100 percent phenomenal loved it loved it loved it um have to give this book five out of five stars i'm so looking forward to sequel to the sequel especially after the way this book ended i think you can hear just by how animated i am how much i loved this book i mean it was so well written the character dynamics were on point the character growth the character characterization the complexity Everything about this novel, to me, was on point. Um, I absolutely loved it. I, I, I can't express that enough to you. I really did love it. 
Um, so yeah, all of us villains gets five out of five stars. So good. So good. Um, if you want to go ahead and purchase the book, all I ask is that you purchase the book from your local bookseller or online retailer. I just ask that you support the booksellers versus Amazon because you have to remember publishers sell the books to Amazon at a discount rate because Amazon just keeps the books in the warehouse, you know. When it comes to selling them to Barnes Noble, for example, you know, they have to sell them at list price because Barnes Noble does also have to, you know, pay it books are our main source so they have to you know pay their workers and storage and selling and you know all that stuff so they have a lot of more expenses and you also have to figure off that list priced whatever price the book is being sold for the author gets 10 percent of that so if the book is being sold at sale price Yes, it covers a lot of the expenses like employment and storage. So the author is going to get a bit more because a standard contract, and I, I learned this in college when I studied um, book publishing, standard contract is 10%. That's what the author gets, 10% per book. Um, sometimes they'll get a bulk rate to begin with, but after that it's 10% per book, right? If they're only getting 10% off of that Amazon price, you're limiting how much the author themselves gets. It's great publicity, yeah, but you still are limiting the actual amount of profit that trickles down to the author because the publicist, not the publicist, the publisher still have to take their cut. Literary agents still have to take their cut. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, that's why I ask that you just support the bookstores because when you're supporting the bookstores, you're also supporting the author in um, a more meaningful way. Now, if you can't afford the book, please check out the book from your local library. And another way you can support the author is by just doing something like this, you know, spreading the word, talking about the book, and just sharing how much you loved the book, honestly. Um, and on that note, I hope you all continue to support me here by liking this podcast, subscribing to it, and sharing it with all your book-loving friends. Have a great rest of your day, and as always, happy reading.